This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 427 of the Dressage Radio Show on the Horse Radio Network, brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products and Total Saddle Fit. And coming up on today's show, we chat with Diney Swanson about the most recent developments for the Western Dressage Association of America's World Show and the status of Western Dressage with the American Quarter Horse Association. Jock Below has a great training tip for improving your horse's suppleness as well. Karen Abatista from Sarasota, Florida. And this is Tim Christensen from Mayaka City, Florida. And you're listening to the Dressage Radio Show, Monthly Western Edition. Boy, Karen, it is so hot in Florida right now. And I know a lot of people are kind of reluctant to ride with the heat and everything like that. But how are you dealing with that? What do you do this how time funny of year? You should ask, Tim. <laughs> I have started a new marketing campaign. So a little background, okay? I'm... I'm it's hot, it's sweaty, it's humid, it's miserable. And I'm teaching one of my riders and she asked me if I want to go with her that evening to hot yoga. Oh, yay. Yeah, exactly. Hot yoga. Why would I want to go to hot yoga? The only thing I want to do when I'm done working is go into the AC and chill. But I started thinking people actually pay to be in a room with a whole other bunch of other people when I think they turn the heat up. I don't even remember. It's in like the upper 90s <laughs> and they sweat. I mean, that's the whole thing. They sweat and they feel so righteous and so good about themselves. And I thought, how can I make this work for me? So I came out with a marketing campaign, um, Hot Dressage. You can detoxify and learn to ride your horse all at the same time. (laughs) And I made an ad and (laughs) I put it on Facebook and believe it or not, people thought I was serious. (laughs) I was just going to say, have you had take? I offered, I I offered a premium if they wanted to ride between 11 a.m. and 2 p.m., in July or August, and I, I, was, I, I actually had some take. <laughs> and you call that hotter dressage or, or, or hotter? I call yeah, that hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Can I say that on the radio? I'm not sure I can say that on the radio. We might have to edit that out. No, that's yeah. awesome. You must say that. <laughs> hot say dressage, that. hot dressage, and hotter dressage. That is really good. But um, a word wow. of warning: Do not Google that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, But honestly, I mean, you do have to be careful riding in the summer. I mean, I don't know about you. What what are you doing to safely be able to work? You know, actually, this year has been kind of pretty decent because we've we've been blessed with more cloud covers than what we've had in previous years and decent breezes. You know, but obviously your riding times are, are much shorter than when it's not, you know, this hot. Um, cause the horses just really give it up and they just want to go out and do their job and be done. 
but you know we we do shorter ride times um and just make sure the horses have a lot of fresh water that they're in front of their fans and yeah hydration 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 and I have to be very careful about overheating. And, you know, the other day it was very, it was very um, deceptive because I was on the golf cart and I had one young lady who was riding and it was very comfortable. It was very cool. It, had, and it wasn't cool, but it was comfortable. And so I had her do some extra tests and we were working on some stuff. And when she was done, her horse was panting pretty hard. And I hadn't quite realized that we'd worked harder than what I thought. And then that day I also had another uh, lady who got real um feeny um she'd ridden too much in the heat but it was the same thing we didn't realize it was comfortable but it's still hot so you just well and i don't know about you but my riders tend to feel it when they're done when they're on they want to keep going and going and going and going and they get off the horse and it and sweat begins Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) So. so you do have to monitor it and be careful I mean, yep. you you can't ride like you do in the winter, for sure. Well, we have a great guest coming up, plus our brand new Around the Farm segment right after this from Kentucky Performance Products. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier or visit kppusa.com. And this is going to be a new segment for us on the Western Dressage Radio Show called Around the Farm. And this is just going to be a fun segment where we're going to be talking with um, folks in the industry could be professionals, um, local owners, and we just want to ask questions about your farm, around the farm, what you do, and just it's f- going to be a fun segment for us. And today, our our very first guest, I have decided, is going to be the Miss Karen Abatista. <laughs> and we were talking about doing this, and I said, Karen, you have. To, I'm going to do you first. You have to be the first one because, well, you'll figure out why. <laughs> I am the most ridiculous person he could come up with. That is why. Yeah. All right. So, Karen, where where is? Tell us where's your farm located? My farm is located on the island of Misfit Toys. No, no. <laughs> um, my farm is located in Sarasota. I am uh, kind of a little bit south of Sarasota and east. I'm bordered on one side by a gigantic cattle ranch, and I'm bordered on the other side by Mayaka State Park. So I'm kind of a thoroughfare for coyote and fox, and I have a very difficult time um, being able to keep chickens. But and... it's hmm? <laughs> but it's a it's an equestrian community. Uh, interestingly enough, 
uh, Dr. Wendy Ying, one of the co-hosts of the Driving Radio Show, uh, actually is one of my neighbors, uh, which is really fun. We have amazing happy hours, and uh, it's it's just a real great community. Everybody has horses. Everybody, well, not everybody. I shouldn't say that. Um, but we're all horse friendly. I, I should probably put it that way. And, and that's hmm? well, that one of the questions I was going to ask is what, you know, kind of horsey activities you guys do. And I was and obviously with Wendy Yang, fun comes with the deal there. Yeah, um, fun definitely <laughs> comes with it with the deal. Um, but I know you guys um, do, you, do you guys go trail rides, carriage rides. Um, yes, you yes. guys do a variety of stuff, don't you, in, in your neighborhood? We do. Uh, um, we do. We have a trail club, which Wendy is the president of. I'm supposed to be on the committee, but I keep forgetting when the meetings are. I'm an awful, awful committee member. Um, we have, again, I keep missing these, like uh, neighborhood get-togethers. Uh, we do field trips. They do poker runs. Uh, they kind of any excuse that the people can get together and just hang out and either ride or drink or both. both? Uh, they're, they're, <laughs> they're quite happy to do that. Good. So, yeah, so you live actually in a really good, like a little miniature horse estate community. So that's pretty cool. Um, how big of, uh, do you, how many stalls do you have? Not enough. <laughs> not enough. I like that. <laughs> that is. <laughs> uh, and this enough. time of year, you have waterfront property. This time of year in Florida, um, I'm sure of that. Yeah. Um, I have. I have right now. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, six stalls, seven stalls, eight horses. I've got eight big horses. Uh, none of which pay to be here, which explains kind of the state of my barn. Um, two are retired. Two are mental and physical rehab projects. Um, uh, three are in the lesson program. And one is in training to be in the petting zoo. Um, the petting zoo. Okay. <laughs> yes, that's what he thinks his uh, future career should be. Uh, I've got two mini horses who say their purpose in life is to sabotage my lesson program. Good. Uh, they, the mini area is right next to where I have my dressage arena and they delight. And I do mean delight in kind of, you know, participating appearing behind <laughs> obstacles during lessons and listening to the riders scream and almost fall off. They have notches in the stall for, I think, every time somebody might get even close to hitting the ground. Oh. It's really funny. Um, I was out one day, uh, was walking back from getting the mail, and a bunch of trail riders were attempting attempting is the word to go down my street. Cause we have an easement in front of my property uh -huh. and the little minis were at their devilish best. And <laughs> I heard a lot of cursing and words that I definitely can't say on the radio. 
And the next thing I know, there's three people walking their horses the other on their trail ride <laughs> back <laughs> the way they came. So consequently, there are not a lot of people trail ride in front of my place anymore. <laughs> um, inside, uh, let's see, what else do I have? I have a goat. I have a goat named Shadow who I have had since he was just a little baby goat. And he has lived his whole life with the horses. He sleeps in the stall with one of the horses. And he actually thinks he's a horse. I is, he got, a, hmm? is he a goat goat, a little goat, a fainting goat? Um, he's an evil goat. An evil uh, goat. Okay, I got Okay. He, no, he's a pygmy. He's a, a pygmy, pygmy goat. An evil pygmy goat. Okay. His name is Shadow. He's black. Um, he's actually gotten better. The older he gets, the friendlier friendlier he gets. But if you don't get him uh, in the stall quick enough at night, especially if, if he's raining, if you have goats, you know they absolutely hate rain. Um, you will not find a goat out in the rain. Trust me, you will not. Um, but if you're late getting him in the stall, he will just come up behind you and butt you in the back of the legs. Let you know. Mm-hmm. Joy. Um, and I have a collection of barn cats and okay. inside cat. I have two giant, drooly, disgusting dogs. Uh, bull mastiffs. Bull mastiffs, yeah, aren't they? Yep. A French mastiff. Okay. And then the coup d'etat. For my collection is a sulcata tortoise named Socrates. And Socrates just had surgery recently. Am I correct? Yes, he did. Yes. And how's he doing? He's a reptile. How do you know? Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, He seems to be fine. I took him for his post-op appointment last week. And they tried to take his they wanted to take some blood and they were trying to take it out of his tail and apparently they described him as feisty and he uh knocked everything off their exam table and attempted to crawl away probably slowly but i'm taking that as a sign of improvement i'm thinking that's good um, but we're all anxiously waiting for him to eat and poop. Yes, I spend my time cleaning up horse poop and waiting for turtle poop, tortoise okay. poop. Okay, I, I need to jump in here because this is lots of fun. Okay. Um, this, this is our maiden voyage into around uh-huh. the farm. And I need to find out from Karen, who has the world's onlyest, only feisty tortoise, what critter... Would you not have on your farm? What is there out there that people have at their places that you say, no, I would never have one of those? Oh, that's a good question. That has to go in our questions. Yeah, that is a good question. And um, a man. No. (laughs) (laughs) Send your hate mail to Karen at horseradionetwork.com. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> so there's no critter that if somebody said, "Oh, I have this," yeah, whatever, no can, you, that can, can you take it off my hands? <laughs> I um, I, I I honestly can't come up with See, one. There isn't one, Tim. <laughs> there really isn't one. She's Doctor. What Doodle. was that, Jenna? <sighs> 
I, you know, I got nothing. There you go. Well, that answers it. So this is, this is our maiden voyage into around the farm. So going forward, who knows who you're going to talk to? And that we're going to add that to the question. What, what critter would you refuse to ever have at your place? And listeners, if you have ideas on questions that we should be asking, because our goal here is to get a group of, oh, five or 10 questions or so that we can ask all the guests just for fun. A little bit like uh, James Lipton does on behind inside the actor's studio. And sometimes they might be listeners we ask. Who knows? It, it could be anybody from world champion riders to backyard equestrians to your next door neighbor. So stay yep. tuned for this. It's going to come back again next month because the Western Dressage Radio Show is a monthly episode. So you can tune in and listen to Karen and Tim regularly. So that was a lot of fun. And, why and we- for those listening, that was Jennifer, our producer, <laughs> who just had to interject. I had to. <laughs> I had to because I just needed to know what you wouldn't have in your on your place. Because everybody's got Karen, something that they won't have. Do you have snakes? Oh, do I don't like snake? snakes. We're in Florida, like Tim. Snakes. Everybody has like snakes. Spiders. Everybody has I, snakes here. Yeah. Well, but I thought, Karen, did you ever have pet snakes? Again, not on purpose. Okay. But, I mean... <clears throat> I mean, I've, I don't have a well, problem. Reptiles, no. I thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a problem with them. So now we know how Tim feels about snakes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I guess too, what Tim. I'm going to get I'm on your page birthday. with you. Um, so, <laughs> we're going to get to that. So we have a really cool guest coming up. So uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce her? Okay. Right after the break, we've got, how do I say it, Tim? Diney. Diney. Diney Swanson from the Western Dressage Association of America. She's going to give us an update on what's new and exciting with WDAA and what we have in store at the World Show. So stay tuned. Thanks so much. When you need to resupply, replace, update, or invest in the stuff that makes your horse life possible, Stop by EquestrianCollection.com first. Browse through some 7,000 boot choices from great brands like Ariat, Boggs, Mountain Horse, Ovation, Smoky Mountain, and more. Outfit yourself in the latest and the greatest. And don't forget your horse. EquestrianCollections.com offers some 400 blankets, sheets, and coolers from Buckus, Amigo, and Rambo by Horseware, Hug, Kensington, Triple Crown Custom, and Weatherbeta, just to name a few, your horse will be warm and dry and stylish this winter. Not sure what type of saddle pad you want? Well, go to Equestrian Collections because they have over 600 different choices. No matter whether you ride English, Western, or bareback around the backyard, EquestrianCollections.com has the most amazing selection of brand name products you are going to find anywhere. So stop by today equestriancollections.com Joining us today is Diney Swanson, the Executive Secretary for the Western Dressage Association of America. Welcome to the show, Diney. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Thank you for joining us. Um, so start out, um, you are the executive secretary. If you could just kind of give us and our readers just a little bit of a quick, um, what does that entail? Um, and how long have you been the executive secretary? Well, I have been the executive, the executive secretary for about 
six months, I guess. Um, WDA is so new that um, they started with kind of an all part-time staff. And so I'm the first full-time employee that they've had. And I've kind of worked my way up from volunteering three years ago. Um, I am the pretty much jack of all trades. Um, I work very, very closely. <laughs> I work very closely with the board of directors. I work on the horse show. I work on the judges training. Um, I work on everything. So many hats. And um, yes. is and are you working? It sounded like earlier, like you probably are working out of your basement, which is converted to the Western Dressage Association headquarters. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, we <laughs> we glamorous we all surroundings. Work remotely. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, when any of you uh, email me, I, I very well possibly might be in my pajamas. You never know. Well, there you uh, go. But <laughs> we all And when we remotely. email you, um, we might be in our pajamas. Pajamas. Exactly. Exactly. Um, we all work remotely. We've got another um, employee, Una Shade, who is a dressage rider, and she does our IT work. She's here in Colorado. She works from her home. And then we also have Kathy Newcomb who uh, works with all of our points and awards and show recognition. And she is in Virginia and she's a carriage driver. Oh, cool. Cool. So, so the WDA, so really this is all in the last six months that you joined on and and became the full-time executive secretary, which is really great for the association as it's grown and it can now do those things. So, Mm -hmm. um, so kind of give us any any quick updates on the association before we get into some of the world show stuff that may be new or that the membership or the re, or the listeners um, you'd like to let us know anything in particular um we're just doing everything better and quicker I would say we we don't have any huge new programs now um, we have just given our uh, website a, a big facelift so it's it's much easier to navigate. Um, we're, our, uh, lifetime, uh, points and awards program is rolling along very well. Uh, we have our first bronze medalist. I saw Um, that. Yeah. Um, and, um, who's who's the first? Nancy Conley. Nancy Conley. Oh, let's do a shout out to Nancy. Oh, I want to shout out. Oh, I'm trying to think of her mayor's name. Unsurpassed. Truly um, unsurpassed. Truly unsurpassed. Yep. So, yep. Yes. So she had just posted that. Wonderful so, horse. Yep. All right, Nancy, if and you're listening, congratulations. Yep. <laughs> and it's all about the horse, which is wonderful about our points and awards program is it's in it, its lifetime. So it sticks with the horse throughout their entire life. It's not a race. Yep. Cool. And if the horse is sold, the, the points always stay with the horse. Cool. Um, so as we're talking about that, give us what are the um, what are the awards, the accomplishments? I think it's um, Register of Merit, and then the second one is Register of Achievement, Register, Register of, Achie- of Excellence. Okay. Um, and then uh, bronze medal, silver medal, gold medal. Cool. So, um, so how are we doing for the world show? I'm sure that you uh, are fantastic. Good. Um, our second, <laughs> our second year at the Lazy E Arena in Guthrie, Oklahoma. Um, kind of give us a little recap of last year because it was the first year that the association did the show on their own. Um, and 
I thought for the first year of them doing it on their own, I thought everything went pretty good. So some changes for this year. I know that we've talked a little bit about the awards and that type of thing. So kind of give us a little rundown on that. Well, last year, it, I, I will say that the very show, the very small show committee was kind of like a duck in water where on top we looked very calm and smooth, but underneath our little legs were going like crazy. Uh-huh. Um, we, <laughs> everybody thought it went very, very well. And we're, we're glad it, it did. Uh, we worked very, very hard and it's always hard, you know, starting something from scratch, but we, we learned a lot, uh, from last year and this year there are several improvements, um, to the lazy specifically, uh, they're building a land bridge over the lake. Um, last that. year. Yes, last year everybody had a, you know, a long, beautiful walk around the pond, which was a great warm-up for the horses. But if it were pouring rain, that would not have been very pleasant. So this year we have a land bridge over the top of the pond, so that will be straight from the stalls, stabling uh, area to the mm-hmm. to the just from the stabling area to the uh, both arenas. Okay. Um, also, now will that the be for communication? Now, will that land bridge, will that be just for pedestrians or for horses? No, that's for horses. Oh, okay. So over the water. Yeah, so that's going to cut down. Yeah, and it's a land bridge, so it won't be clunky. It's not going to scare the horses at all. I was going to say, you better start training. It's all about the training. Yeah. Uh, and then also we uh, have vastly improved uh, communication between the show arenas and the barns. Okay. So people will feel much more included uh, in the show that's going on. Okay, cool. Um, and just so if, if listeners are, are wondering, I'm sitting here thinking the Lazy E is absolutely this beautiful facility in Guthrie, Oklahoma. And they have a huge stabling area of the i got to say three or 400 stalls or maybe more. And then there's this incredibly gorgeous lake that is between the stables and the main arenas. And it is breathtaking. So if you're kind of wondering what we're talking about with the land bridge there, um, it is just gorgeous. So you go across the lake and it's very, very picturesque. So, so we're going to go. It is a beautiful facility. Yep, it is. Um, one of the things I noticed is that we put our entries in, and we've I seen that there were some added classes this year. We have three new equitation divisions, um, and the, the metal division is strictly patterns. But it is new, and it looks like it's fun, and I, I know that in the Hunter Jumpers, they always have their medals classes, and it's a big deal, and it looks like it's going to be a great new addition to, to the show. Um, so let's talk a little bit. Last year, I think that um, you told me there's uh, we had a lot of the things. The main office was in the covered arena where the basic and the intro divisions were, and then in the huge major arena was where level one and two um, where those classes went. And then we also had the cantina, which was their their big restaurant up and over it. Um, I think mm-hmm. that our, you and I had a conversation, and it sounded to me like there was lots of fun things in the works um, this year for evening activities and um, kind of give us a little update. Where's the, the main office going to be this year? Um, will that be in the same place where station so was that? Everybody will, everybody will be checking in 
um, there's a there's, there's an office inside the main arena. Okay. Uh, that's the little there's like a little building right by the end gate, and mm-hmm. that's going to be the show secretary's office. That's where you will check in, and that's where you will check scores. Okay. Um, we've we've stolen all the fun stuff from Stacia. That will be the WDAA hospitality office, and that will be in the office that is in the covered arena. And okay. that's where we will be um, handing out the ribbons. We will uh, uh, have cookies every afternoon. Uh, we're calling out the Afternoon Delight that is sponsored by USCF. Cool. Um, anything hospitality-related, any tickets that you need to buy for the... Um, the Saturday night uh, ticketed event dinner. Um, you can buy them there. So most everything fun is going on in the WDA hospitality office and all the business stuff is getting taken care of <laughs> in the secretary's office in okay. the main arena. Cool. Um, and then you last year, I think the exhibitors were probably familiar that they had the, the, Exhibitors' parties, or you know, wine and cheese things, it was all kind of down at the covered arena. This year, you said everything is going to be moving to the cantina. Is that correct? Yes, everything will be up in the cantina, which is a awesome, basic, basically a sports bar, um, huge full bar, uh, beautiful seating areas that are theater style, so you can watch everything that's going on in the main arena, the two, the two big rings, uh, Wednesday night, we will have the welcome pizza party. And that will also be the exhibitors meeting, uh, that will be up in the cantina. We will also during that time have a gift card poll where you pay $20 and you can pull a gift card from the cowboy hat. And the value of that is at least $25. So it's, you can't lose on that one. That's just kind of a fun thing. And that's, that's a lot of local vendors. Uh, cool. a, lot of, a lot of local restaurants um, have donated gift cards. And then Thursday night, uh, we are having local restaurant night. That's the only night that we don't have an event planned. But what we've set up is for people to um, go out into Guthrie and Edmond and visit the local restaurants. And if they have their show number, they can get 10% off of participating, off of their bill at participating restaurants. Let me just interject for a moment because I learned this last year when we were there. Uh, Guthrie is one of the paranormal capitals of the United States. Were you aware of that? I was not aware of that, but that's awesome. Yeah, Tim, where were we where they had the rumors of the ghosts of the, what was the story? Remember? Yeah, I I don't quite remember the story, but it was the restaurant. It was on the corner. Um, yeah, was there was a corner. restaurant, and supposedly there was a ghost of they. It used to be a brothel. Yes, a brothel, and they still had the 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 iron rings in the floor where the women were chained. Oh and, my goodness! Uh, yeah, and apparently the go. Oh, I'm gonna have to look at this up now before our next show. I promise <laughs> I will have the details for our next show. But the ghosts <laughs> of the women haunt the restaurant at night. Well, I think I would haunt them. Okay, too. we're gonna have to. We're going to have to. Uh, we're gonna have to put that on social media and get people to go to that restaurant. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. 
that's going to have to be one of the Thursday night destinations. So, but yeah, <sighs> yeah it was. Sorry, absolutely. sorry to it, divert the conversation. Go back to our regularly scheduled yeah. program. <laughs> that's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, so, to continue, um, do you want me to continue with the uh, the plans for parties? Because the big parties yeah, go are ahead coming up. Us, so. give us, yeah, give us a quick brief yeah. rundown on the parties. So, so Friday night will be our costume freestyle cocktail party. Um, and that will be up in the cantina, full bar, and we will have kind of like happy hour snacks uh, during that class. And then Saturday night is the Freestyle Fiesta, and that is a ticketed event. Every exhibitor receives one ticket and sponsors over, I think it's $500 up, get free tickets to that. And um, extra tickets, I believe, are $30 a piece. And that's a, a great dinner. Um, and we will have cocktails during the freestyle. And then after the freestyle is finished, then, then the, the big party will start. And cool. that's also when our um, silent auction will be uh, closed. Cool. And did I okay. see so whiskey all the last, listed? All the last bids. Yes. Pendleton has uh, donated. Pendleton... Uh, Bourbon has um, donated, I'm hoping, several bottles of whiskey to that. But, yeah, we're getting some really fun, interesting um, silent auction items donated. And Tim is is the uh, chairperson for that. Yes, we stepped up to volunteer to help run that. So we're going to be running the silent auction this year. So I informed all the girls, and they were all kind of excited. So they were more great, excited great. dining when so I that, told them that it was all going to be in the canteen and we didn't have to put everything away every night. Then they got yeah, excited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So everybody can go grab a drink and then bid on things uh, yeah. Wednesday through through Saturday night. <laughs> well, so we're going to have two uh, nights and in then, a freestyle Friday and Saturday night where we're gonna, yeah. we actually are going to be able to watch the freestyle classes and and have a little yeah. party. That'll be fun. Yep. Now, um, if we're not yeah. if somebody's not actually able to make it to Oklahoma, can they watch the freestyles? Absolutely. Everything will be live feed. Um, and IDK Media Group uh, is our, our video partner. Or actually, they're more than that. They're our media partners. Um, and they are idkmg.tv. And it will be live streaming in HD. Is it and free? All four, yes, it's free. And all four of our arenas will be live feed. Um, they are, they have become incredible, completely invaluable um, sponsors of ours and partners with us. So extremely high high quality videos. And then you can also reserve. You know, you can you can purchase your class videos from them. And what's cool. the website again to watch? The website is www.idkmg.tv. That's awesome. And you can also you can go to that and, and find how to order your um, videos also. And then um, will listeners and folks who want to watch will will they be able to? How are they going to know how to? To watch, will that be on our website or the or the WDA website? We or will it- have. We it. just told them. <laughs> yeah, we will, we will have it plastered everywhere, but that's okay. where you go is to that website. Okay. 
you you will be guided to where you need to be. Okay, from the, okay, there we go. Cool. Yeah, um, we're keeping it as simple as possible, and it is free. So that's why um, we are pushing so hard this year for sponsors, is because when when you watch that live feed, um, there are little ads on the side, on the right hand side, and we're selling those uh, those possibilities, and that those will be seen all over the world. We even last year uh, when we were somewhat limited with our live feed, we had viewers all over the world watching. Cool. If so I remember huge, huge, huge that gentleman, he didn't, he, he said that they have anywhere. Was it like 20 to 30,000 viewers? It, it was pretty impressive. I thought, yeah, am I correct? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And they do a lot of big, big high-end hunter jumper shows and they were very um he was pretty pretty impressive um also um along with our live stream and our videos um i think you mentioned to me that we're also there's a a photographer and he's going to be set up with a backdrop and all that kind of good stuff yep we have a a incredible uh photographer this year his name is don stein um he does a lot of shows kind of down south i believe uh, very high quality. He'll have a, a beautiful backdrop set up very close to the um, indoor uh, arenas, um, but kind of, you know, back out of the way so you can get any pictures you want taken at any time. And so he'll have a, a very nice professional setup also. Good. Um, and then I also think that um, we have a whole wide variety of, of awards that I think there was a, quite a list of breed awards. Um, how many yeah. breeds, how many breeds there? It was like a lot of breeds. Um, oh my goodness. Oh, well we have, I think we have about 25 different breed awards, but last year I believe we had 32 different breeds exhibit at the world show. Okay. So, um, AQHA beat everybody, um, to, to be the first, Sponsor for their breed high point. Cool. Um, AHS, or I'm sorry, AHA, the Arabian Horse Association, uh, has sponsored the Arabian and part Arabian high point, and the Morgan cool. high point is also sponsored so far. And I haven't checked email, so we could have more waiting. Cool. Speaking of AQHA, we have some uh, interesting news. We don't have all the details yet, but AQHA has approved Western Dressage for 2018, correct? And we'll have more details coming for that if in our upcoming shows. Yeah, that'll be, that's pretty exciting. So, um, because they're one of the, you know, probably the largest breed association for them to jump on board and offer it is going to be a lot of fun. So that will be great. I know that there's a lot of folks that I know that have done AQHA that have been waiting for it and are very excited to begin their career in Western Dressage. So that'll be fun. Um, yes. So, so um, World Show entries are open. Um, I know we sent ours in. When is the closing date on that? Do you know, Diney? The, the entries close September 5th. So get those entries in. So before we wrap up, I do have to ask, I was reading your bio and under weird facts. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh-oh. 
Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) You are a gemologist or into gemology? Yes, I'm a graduate gemologist from long ago. So tell me a little bit about that. That sounds fascinating. Well, if anybody wants to go buy any expensive jewelry, any diamonds, emeralds, sapphires, anything like that, take me along because I can make sure you no cubic you know, get the good stuff and that you spent, you know, and, and, and to help you spend lots and lots of money. And well, I suppose that kind of ties in with horses because if you are exactly. good at spending money, you're good at quality horses. <laughs> <laughs> I know quality. Yes. <laughs> Um, awesome. So is there anything <laughs> else you want to share with us before we sign off? I have one more question. Okay. Um, I, w- prior to the world show is the, um, I don't want to say the conference, but the annual meeting is yep. that on Wednesday. And then also during the Wednesday, I think you said there's an awards luncheon where all of the year end awards, um, for the awards of excellence, the ROMs, all that stuff is going to be distributed. Is that correct? Yes. Um, so Wednesday is the the WDAA annual meeting. Um, it's going to be just one day this year, and it'll start around 9 a.m. and we end about 4.30 so people can feed their horses. Um, during that, uh, we don't have everything completely solid. Uh, we, we try to keep it kind of flexible in case, you know, people have a lot of questions uh, for the board or for the speakers. But uh, our main speaker is Bill Maroney from USCF. He cool. is the he's the CEO, and he's going to be with us for for two days. Uh, he'll be speaking during the meeting, um, you know, kind of explaining USCF and and you know why they're there for us. Um, he came last year for a day, and he said that coming to that horse show brought back the memories from when he was a kid going to a horse show that he had so much fun. And it, and it reminded him of that time in his life. So we have him for two, for two days this year. Um, He's a great guy. And I encourage everybody, you know, to introduce yourself. He's, he's really wonderful. And you Um, had had a conversation here while back, you had strongly indicated that you guys really want the people to come, the exhibitors. So if people, you know, kind of bypass that stuff, but you said you really, you guys felt really compelled that we really want the membership to come and to participate and to listen, ask questions. And, um, is there a sign up for that Diney? And is there a charge this year? Yes, it's, uh, we just sent out, um, the invitation to that. It's on the website. Um, we just sent it out in the newsletter that went out this morning um, it's $45 for members, $55 for non-members. Um, and that includes the, uh, the honors luncheon. And okay. during the honors luncheon, we'll be awarding all of our, uh, horse time, horse lifetime points and awards, uh, all of the regalia. You, you won't believe all the wonderful awards that we have. Um, and most importantly, we will be having long open chats with the board of directors. So if anybody has any questions, this is the time to bring it up kind of in a town hall setting. Uh, We will also be talking about uh, rule change proposals. 
Well, so it sounds like we have a really a fun, fun um, show coming up in the end of September. I believe the dates are 28th, 29th, and 30th of September, and October 1st is on yep. Sunday, the final day. So um, anything else, Danny, as we wrap it up here that, um, I that think, you'd like to share? I think we've, we've covered everything. I just, this is all about having fun. It's all about enjoying yep. each other's company. Um, we're working very, very hard to make this horse show fun and inviting and inclusive. And people need to also realize that uh, I know we're, we're pushing very hard for sponsorships. Um, every, all the money that we make at this horse show, it goes, goes towards putting on the horse show and it also goes towards our mission, our WDAA mission. Uh, which is we're an educational 501c3. So uh, we reach out and we work very hard to educate and we haven't had a lot of money to do that. And last year was the very first year that the horse show made some money. So we're able to add staff and add programs and beef up our programs and um, coming very, very soon will be a um, video educational portal on our website uh will be yeah in the future it'll be hundreds and hundreds of educational short videos covering everything you could possibly think of um similar to what uscf has done but ours will be you know from grassroots to the top competition um and that that's coming this fall so you know, your sponsorship dollars aren't just going towards the horse show. They are going towards that. They support our discipline. Cool. That is great. Well, Diney, thank you so much for taking the time and updating us and sharing with us um, what's going on with WDA and our, in the upcoming world show. It is going to be a great event. Um, And like you said, it's going to be a lot of fun and you get to come and celebrate the discipline and, you know, enjoy the ride and enjoy the journey as they say. So thank you very much. Thank you very much for having me. This week's dressage training tip is brought to you by Total Saddle Fit, home of the shoulder relief girth at totalsaddlefit.com. Hello, hello. It's good to be back again. Well, it's clinic season, and I'm traveling around a bunch teaching, and I'm going to offer an exercise this month that I, I think will benefit riders of all levels, and it's to improve the springiness of the jog. I find um, a lot of horses, they can be very well-schooled and very educated on the aids and balance but their jog can become quite flat, almost like they're shuffling along rather than um, staying loose through their spine and their pectoral muscles and having that nice quality of springiness. So I would like to talk about exercise 28 from my book, 101 Western Dressage Exercises. And this is called the suspension square. 
And the reason it works is it uses ground poles. What they do is they interrupt the central pattern generators that the horse has in two key locations of his spine. And um, those areas create movement somewhat robotically without any input from the brain. It's what makes the body efficient in movement. But the downside of efficiency is we and horses don't always put the most power and expression into each um, step or movement we take. In order to do that, we have to interrupt those central pattern generators that get just stuck in a rhythm. And that's what poles do. So what you do in this exercise, number 28, is set up a 20 or 30 meter square a nice big square, and you can use cones or just do that visually. And at the corners, at every corner of your square, you're going to place two ground poles. And they're going to be in either, it's like a fan shape uh, or a V shape, uh, such that as the horse is making the corner, turning the corner, he's also stepping over those two poles. So you'll want to space the poles um, in the center for your average uh, trot stride for your horse. Uh, most Western horses have a trot stride about three and a half feet. Um, so you'll want the middle of the poles to be three and a half feet apart. And that's how you'll space them. So you've got your square set up. You have two poles spaced for a nice springy jog step at each corner, all four corners. And then you just proceed in a working jog, posting or sitting around that square about five to ten times in each direction, making sure you're really bending that horse through the corner and uh, letting the poles create the elevation and springiness. So have fun with that one. Total Saddle Fit has the cinch that you've been looking for for your Western dressage saddle. The shoulder relief cinch actually changes the position and angle of the billets to prevent the saddle tree from interfering with the shoulder. The center of the cinch is set forward to sit in the horse's natural girth groove, while the sides of the cinch are cut back to meet the billets two inches behind where the horse's natural girth groove lies. This brings the latigos from angling forward to becoming perpendicular to the ground, which reduces the saddle's tendency to be pulled forward into the shoulders. With horses that have shoulder interference without angled billets, it simply moves the billets back to keep the saddle further away from the shoulders. The secondary benefit to this shape is the cutback at the elbows. This gives more room for elbow movement as well and prevents galls in the elbow area. You can find the shoulder relief cinch at totalsaddlefit.com. That's totalsaddlefit.com. You can find our show notes and links to today's guests on the website at dressageradio.com. Like us on Facebook. Just search for Dressage Radio Show. Follow us on Twitter at Horse Radio. My website is KarenAbatistaDressage.com. And my email is KarenAbatista at gmail.com. And my website is Training for Life. That's Training, F-O-U-R, Life.com. And my email address is tchristensen62 at gmail.com. We'd like to thank today's sponsors, Kentucky Performance Products, Equestrian Collections, and Total Saddle Fit. 
And don't forget to check out all the other shows on the Horse Radio Network at horseradionetwork.com. And remember, it's all about the journey and enjoy your ride. Bye now. Bye now.